0: Everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Dine Sports YouTube page and podcast network. Joining us today is going to be Kevin Graham of the OPS Hoop Stars, and he is part of a very, very cool program which pairs up the auto police services and they go into you know, at-risk communities, elementary schools, high schools, community events, and really make uh, their presence known and, and help start some dialogue between those that are working with the auto police services and the communities that they're serving as well too. And, you know, sports is just such a uniting factor that it really does break down a lot of barriers and becomes a natu- natural conduit for people to actually spark up a meaningful dialogue and uh, have a conversation further than just, you know, a, a civilian and officer uh, talking, they, they can actually get down to some of the, you know, issues that are affecting some of these communities. So definitely a very cool program. So we dive into that a little bit. We also talk how you could get involved as well, too, because they are always looking for additional volunteers and people to help out and resources and all that as well. Too. So definitely a cool interview. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Dine Sports YouTube page and podcast network. Joining me today is Kevin Graham from the OPS Hoopstars. Kevin, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Ah, so first and foremost, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty familiar with the program and I, I love the idea and the concept behind it. But for those who might not have ever even heard about the OPS Hoop Stars program, w- what is it that you guys do and sort of how did it come about in the first place?
1: For sure, for sure. So uh, Ottawa Police Hoopstars Stars, uh, I mean, what we do now came about um, around 2011. There was a previous uh, Ottawa Police basketball team uh, in the past. Uh, I believe the name was uh, the Ottawa Police, um, uh, oh, I, you know what, I'm forgetting the name now because it's so old now, uh, but there was a, a team before that uh, was doing, you know, kind of the same thing, playing some games, but also interacting with the community. Um, it, we went away from that for a long time uh, before I joined the force, and in 2011, uh, Shabin, as well as uh, Jaffith and a couple other uh players that were at a basketball tournament in Montreal and they sat down together in a hotel room and said, listen, we need to do something with this auto police hoop stars. It's bigger than just playing basketball. Uh, that's about really connecting with the community, bridging the gap between police and community. So uh, from there, uh, they put together a game plan where we would interact with either schools, communities, uh, youth, children, um, you know, even uh, some community leaders within the uh, City of Ottawa, just to try to build the relationships again with police and, and community, and uh, from there it, it kind of took off. I joined in 2015-16, where uh, we we started going into schools, playing basketball against some of the youth in the schools, um, which led then led to you know while on duty we stop off at a park, place play, play uh, games with some kids, uh, but then. You know, that kind of opens up doors for other things such as conversation education and so on and so forth so um, we're just a community basketball uh, team with the ottawa police that just really enjoy interacting with youth and and uh, being engaged with the community
0: amazing amazing and you know it, it's such an important piece right to uh, engage sort of people with with them where they live right in their own That's communities right. on their home turf all that stuff what what kind of outcomes or impacts have, have you personally seen over the couple of years that you've been involved with it in terms of you know maybe changing perceptions or just making connections to people in the neighborhoods
1: yeah I think it's uh you know when I first started I'm like you know what we're just gonna it's gonna be just the kids and you know when we go there when we get to their location they'll be happy that we're there but really I know for, for myself I've been approached. Uh, on the street grocery store sometimes even out of uniform Um, and people people are like I know you from you know the Instagram page I know you from coming out to our school or or so on and so forth so it's uh, it's been huge in terms of the recognition of being um, I guess community leader but not only that it's where you know you have the other side of the comments where people you know they question police, they, they don't really like police because of an interaction. Because in some neighborhoods, the only time people see police is when we're coming to either arrest somebody or, you know, you know they don't see the part where we're trying to help people. So this is a, uh, an opportunity for us to show people that we are here to help, we're here to engage, we're here to uh, show, show the good side of what we do. And, you know, quite frankly, it's maybe 80% of the job that we do is mostly talking to people and having good interactions. I know I've been contacted on um, my page, which is Hoopstar underscore Graham on Instagram. Um, I've been contacted personally to say, hey, you know, can you answer this question for me? Answer this, you know, uh, tell me a little bit about this or that, the job of policing, whatever it is. So um, I think that's a good thing as well. And I know Shabeen um, and the rest of us who are on the Ottawa Police Hoopstar Instagram page itself, we, we got a lot of people reaching out to us, even asking us personal questions about, you know, dating and you know, just other things like that. So it's 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 awesome. Um, and then on top of that, we have feedback from community leaders and school teachers saying that you know they they've never had such a positive response from youth about engaging with police and um, about just an interaction where we've played basketball and just had fun. Some kids, you know, in school they, they don't have the best time in school, but when we get there. They're just enjoying themselves, and now they're looking forward to coming to school because they think we're going to be back there on a regular basis. So, um, great impacts, great impacts over the years that I've been there. And I think uh, this is something important for not just the stars to, to do, but just people in general. Go out there, have positive interactions with others, and I think it's, uh, it's beneficial for our community as a whole.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, anyone who's stumbled across your Instagram page or anything like that and seen the videos of you guys actually interacting with the kids, like uh, everyone's having a blast out there. And it definitely is a memorable experience for them, for sure. Uh, why do you think it is that that sport is just such a such an easy way to connect with people? What, what is it about sport that sort of breaks down those barriers?
1: Yeah, it's regardless of what sport you're playing, regardless of who you're playing with or against, I think, um, you know, the steps that it takes, I I know we've gone to schools where, you know, some young guys obviously have had some negative interactions with police or they just have um, a mindset that, you know, police are negative for whatever reason. And once we start playing basketball, the whole competitive nature starts to kick in where where we're now, you know, Joking around with each other, we're laughing about this, or or we're really getting really competitive with uh, with the game, and then from there it turns into laughs, and then from there it turns into uh, conversation, whether it's uh, a little heckling one another or um, just banter about the game, or if we talk about actual uh, you know NBA players or whatever, and then from there it starts diving into you know questions about policing and and what we do, why we do it, um, and you know how we can interact better one with another. So um, I think sport just kind of allows us to put our guards down when it comes to our, our perspectives on life and, and all this other stuff. And it really just hones us into the game. And then once we are connected within the game, it then opens up the doors for all the other conversations to come back in. So uh, sport has always, uh, always been a good thing for me to, to begin having communication and interactions with my coaches, with other people. So I think it's uh, something that's you know, long standing and it'll live on forever.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so far, how, how is it that people get involved sort of with the OPS hoop stars there? Like, is it a, a school would contact you guys and try and book you in? Is it you guys reaching to the communities? Is it a little bit of both? Uh, how how does it actually go from, you know, regular day in the neighborhood to all of a sudden, we've got a full on game with the OPS hoop stars here?
1: Yeah, yeah. Before COVID-19, uh, it was, uh, we got a lot of requests. So we have an app that we will put all of our you know, re- requests that we get on and we try to filter them in as best as possible. Because um, the one thing I, I don't think a lot of people know is, is that um, many of us are sworn members uh, with the Ottawa Police. So we, we are police officers. We have others that are, are volunteers, that are community leaders, teachers, um, students, you know, they come out and they help us out in uh, some aspect. Um, so a lot of the times, especially as sworn officers, we're doing this all in our days off so we're not you know for the most part we're not working when we when we come out to schools um so you know the, when requests come in we try to balance it with our schedules and you know we've got these rotating shifts and so on and so forth so it's you know we, we have to try to balance it as best as possible but um in the beginning it was more you know we would reach out here and there saying hey you know we want to interact with the youth and um and, and get out to your schools or your community." But you know. Based on what we've been doing uh, social media wise and, you know, word of mouth, people hear about us, they request us and we do our best to show up to uh, almost every, every event that we, we get uh, asked to come to. Unfortunately, we can't get to all of them, but we do our best to get to them. But uh, yeah, it's uh, word of mouth, social media, especially now, it's a, social media is a huge part of uh, getting your name out there and getting your face out there. Um, so that's how we usually get um, most people contacting us to get these events going
0: yeah yeah and you you mentioned before so this has now been going on sort of the second iteration since 2011 so we're going on nine years now Uh, have you or any of the other officers like have you gotten any really cool stories as far as you know that there's a new recruit on the force and they actually say well actually when i was whatever 17 years old it was you guys coming into the community and interacting with you guys that even got me thinking about policing have you had any experiences like that
1: yeah we actually have a few guys that are on the force now um, based on the early interactions with Ottawa Police Swoop Stars. So um, it's really cool to see how things come you know, full circle. And I mean, it's, a, it's beneficial for both sides. It's beneficial for us because you know, we have volunteers that come out. They're not police, uh, police officers. And uh, they come out with us. They you know, do the volunteering. They get a chance to see what we do um, in the community, but they also get a chance to learn from us about policing throughout the whole process. And on the flip side, we get a chance to learn about who they are and what they like to do and what their personalities are. So um, once we do that, having those interactions with them, uh, they now have a little bit of insight on how they can possibly get through the process if they do want to apply and do want to become a police officer. And uh, you know, again, it's beneficial for both sides. And again, we've had a couple uh, people that are on the force now because of that. We've had a couple of uh, these new things that we're doing now called the job pro- uh, job proposals. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those before, but we kind of surprised them in their own environment to let them know that they've been hired and they've been selected to join the Ottawa police. So um, I think it's just an amazing, amazing experience all around for them and for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, obviously police officers are all in fairly good shape and everyone's got that most competitive instinct. So I imagine this is probably a, a fairly attractive program for people to want to actually d- volunteer and, and get involved and interact in the community. Uh, how do you guys go about selecting who actually gets to go out there and represent the OPS Hoopstars when you are going to an event?
1: Yeah, so um, we, we, we clearly have to do background checks, obviously, to uh, get our volunteer, volunteers in. Uh, a vulnerable sector background check. It's, you know, something standard that you do for any uh, volunteer or community engagement uh, group. Um, But once we do that, we'll call previous employers. Um, We'll just, you know, just do like a a reference check as you would do for a a job. Once we've confirmed them, we have, again, an app that we would add their names to. And really, we, we never have any troubles with having to select people to come out with us. We put an event on our app. Um, and then everyone's able to see what the event is. If their schedule's free, they can come on out. There's some events where, you know, it's, you know, we've, we've kind of expanded from when we first started. When we first started, it was simply basketball. We played basketball. We would, um, you know, speak to the kids at the school, and then that was it, that was all. Because of COVID-19, it's opened up some other areas for us where we're able to help out the community in other ways. Um, recently, we've been helping out IKEA a lot and delivering um, items to new immigrants uh, to Canada. Uh, we've helped uh, World Burger to recognize um, some, some people in the community for doing great things. And we deliver World Burgers to them. We helped out the uh, Somali Hope Ac- Academy. Uh, we delivered some dinners to um, regist- registers uh, for the Somali Hope Academy. So we've, we've expanded to doing um, a little bit, you know, a lot more things. Now, there's times when we only need maybe 10 people. We say the first 10 people that, you know, select that you want to come, up, come out in the app. We'll we'll have you guys come out, and then, unfortunately, the rest of them will come out in the next next assignment. So um, that's simply the way we do it, and it's been working so far. uh, It's been working well so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you also touched on something pretty cool as well, too, is it, it's not exclusive to just, you know, Ottawa police service members there. Obviously, the bulk of it is them, but you do have some community involvement as well there, too. So if there was someone who was listening to this right now who, who wasn't an OPS member, but wanted to either get involved or, or help out the program somehow, uh, how would they go about doing that?
1: Yeah, so we uh, we have our Ottawa police um... Hoopstars Instagram page. And I think that's the primary place where people would reach out to us uh, from there. So that's uh, uh, um, at Ottawa Police dot, sorry at, at ottawa.police.hoopstars for Instagram. We have Twitter, which is OPS Hoopstars on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Uh, I don't see too many people using Facebook as much as they used to. Uh, so, But really, the, the primary contacts would be on the, uh, the Instagram page as well as the um, twitter page and that way you can send us a direct message we'll respond back to you and hopefully we can get the ball rolling where we can uh, connect together
0: yeah yeah awesome amazing you know and, and looking ahead to the future uh, covid-19 aside here and assuming we could get back to some sort of semblance of normalcy sooner rather than later there w- what sort of direction do you do you see the ops hoopstars going in is there anything that you haven't already done that you'd like to start doing or maybe doing more of
1: yeah, so we we started this. Uh, we did one session with um, a group of uh, youth at Cité Collégiale where we did a little bit more of an education piece. So we had uh, a number of young guys and some uh, young ladies in a room, and we would run through scenarios. Uh, so let's say you're the police officer now, and then we play the role of either a subject or just a random person walking down the street. We give a scenario, and now the uh, youth has to you know, interact as a police officer with whatever little knowledge they know, what they think is right, and we, they carry out that scenario and we educate and um, you know, critique and do whatever we need to do to, to show them why we do what we do and why we believe it's the best way to respond to a certain situation. And um, I found that the youth really were engaged and they were locked into that and that they learned a lot from that. They really appreciated just some, some of the insight of how we do business on a, on a day-to-day basis. So um, I think we would definitely love to do more of that, um, especially in these times when there's so much confusion, again, about, you know, what police do, why our actions are the way they are, why we operate the way we operate. We, we just want to really be, um, you know, a little bit more transparent in terms of, you know that for the, especially for the youth, because you know we, we want to ensure that the youth are aware of this stuff as they grow.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and what would you say is sort of the main hurdle preventing you guys from being able to do? it is it just like you said, lack of time because it is sort of on your days off? Is it a money thing? What do you? Where could you guys use more support so that you could continue to do more of these outreach programs?
1: Well, we we you know what we can. It's not a it's not a. I don't believe it's a difficult task for us to do it. COVID-19 kind of stopped us from doing it, right, because we close uh, close spa- spaces and uh, with the social distancing. So we're going to try to figure out a way so we can I- implement it again, especially under these new, uh, the new guidelines that we have to follow. Um, but once we, you know, once the, the government figures out the back to school process and and how we're gonna keep things clean, how we're gonna make sure that we're staying in line with the guidelines. We'll definitely put together a game plan to bring that back so we can definitely educate the community.
0: Amazing, amazing. So but before we let you go here, you know, I, I, I would love to get just just sort of one You know your own experience story there where you were interacting with some kid or something that sticks out to you You can obviously omit some names here But what's been sort of the coolest experience you've had being part of the OPS Hoopstars?
1: Oh, man, you know what they'd have a couple of them. I I find that so when I'm in uniform people people usually recognize me when I'm in uniform when I'm out of uniform people don't recognize me as much but when they do I find that to be the coolest experiences and um I know I had a young guy in the grocery store with his mother who he just kept on pointing at me and he's like I know that guy I know that guy and his mom was like you know kind of like leave him alone like you don't I don't think you really know him, <laughs> and so uh, he approached me. He says He says, "Are you the police officer?" And I said, "I said, which police officer?" And he's like the one that plays basketball. I'm like, which police officer that plays basketball? He was like, he was a younger kid, so I just kind of strung him along for a little bit. But I said, "Man, you got good eyes," and so he gave me a high five, and we we spoke for a little bit in the grocery store. You know, once again before COVID nineteen, and uh, his mother was just you know she was amazed that he remembered me. She she said that I must have done something for him to remember me and you know usually when it comes to the games in schools which I that's where I met him I met him at one of the schools we played at um I'm I'm a big clown I like to you know dribble around people and roll around on the ground I'm high-fiving and I'm dancing and doing a bunch of different stuff so um I think that's probably one of the reasons why he remembered me probably not so much for my skill more just for the fact that I was uh, the big joker on the on the court but uh i think that was the coolest experience for me because it's um it reminds me that you know the way i present myself to somebody or the way i interact with somebody will leave a lasting impression whether it's a a negative one or whether it's a good one um the way i do it the way i present myself is is what's going to leave that uh, that mark on them so um i i try to be really positive all the time in terms of leaving that a good impression on someone so that later on if they have if they see me again or if they remember the moment when we interacted, it'll always be a, a good thought or um, a good uh, a good word about what I've done.
0: Amazing. Well, you know what, Uh, I think what you guys are doing is so great. And it's had so many positive outcomes. And, you know, the the kids that I've interacted with, who, who have you know, had experiences with you guys at these Hoopstar events, they all rave about them. And so, you know, you you guys are definitely doing some positive things in the community. So I just want to commend you guys on that. And uh, for those that are listening that do want to uh, find out more about you, you said the easiest thing thing through probably Instagram or, or one
1: of the Twitter accounts then? Absolutely. So Twitter is OPSHoopStars. Uh, so they can find us there. And at Instagram, it is Ottawa.Police.HoopStars on Instagram. And uh, definitely send us a, a private message. Like us, add us as a friend. And uh, you can check out all the things that we're doing there. And if you want to join us, um, definitely send a message about that and we'll, we'll get in contact, in contact with you so we can work that out.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Well, hopefully COVID-19 is, you know, we can get those numbers going back down again and we can start seeing you guys on, a, uh, on an indoor basketball court sometime soon. But uh, in the meantime, hope you guys stay safe and uh, keep doing what you guys are doing in the community because it, it is having a real impact. So kudos to you guys.
1: Thank you, Kyle, for having us again. We appreciate it.
0: And that's a wrap for another episode of the Dying Sports YouTube page and podcast network. Massive thank you goes out to Kevin Graham and the OPS Stars for sitting down and talking community engagement, basketball and shining a little bit of light on their amazing program that they have going on there. Uh, anyone who wants to learn more about them, definitely go and check them out. They're doing great, great things in the community and helping to start some conversations and get some dialogue going between the auto police services and some at-risk communities there. Uh, as always, if you like what you saw, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe we've also got various social media outlets we'd love to connect with you guys on there as well too all of them at dine sports uh make sure to check us out later on this week as we've got some great uh, more content coming up and amazing guests as well too so hopefully you guys enjoy have a great day